There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... What's up? Aww. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of the last couple of weeks. Um, we got a big episode today. We do, literally and figuratively, because we're doing giants. We are doing giants. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you figured it out, because I was, I was thinking about just telling you, um, it because took- it's way, there's six, there's six types of giants to talk about, and it's way easier to talk about them knowing that they're giants than rather me trying to describe each one of them to you until you figure it out. I think I saw... The one that I think is like a frost giant because he's blue and I was like, oh, giants. <laughs> well, there is a frost giant. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if we can figure out which one is which. Actually, there's three blue giants. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, we'll do a description of them. We'll just in the order of the pictures that I sent to you, I'll yeah. tell you what they are and then we can talk about what they look like. Great. Cool. Uh, the very first one. Yes. Uh, He's got fangs. It's a cloud giant. Cloud giant. Uh, he looks like a Buffy vampire mixed with Hades from Disney's Hercules. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, I don't think I could put that into better words. Yeah. He's not blue, but his hair's blue. He's got blue hair and he's got gray skin like Hades. Mm-hmm. And his hair just isn't fire. And he has fangs. And fi- fangs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second one is a fire giant. He honestly looks kind of like Ganondorf, but like yeah. with way wider shoulders. Yeah, he's and those aren't his real shoulders. Those are armor shoulders. I mean, they are, but like his armor would follow the shape of his body a little bit. His hands are really big. He's got a buster sword. Yeah, he's got a massive sword from like Final Fantasy. You know the ones that you're like that doesn't make sense. How, There's no way that you can carry that and swing use it with that? one hand. That's insane. Um, yeah. The third giant mm-hmm. is a frost giant. Um, this guy, I mean, to me, he just kind of looks like your typical barbarian, right? Like long, unkempt beard, curved horns coming out of his helmet. Like, yeah, he just looks like a big barbarian with an axe. Yeah. Anything else to add to that guy? No, I, that like, was the one I thought was the frost giant. OK, sick. They're all pretty easy to describe for the most part, which is nice. Yeah, they're humanoid. Um, <laughs> next one is the hill giant. He's he's. He's got, he's cute. For some reason, he kind of reminds me of Al Bundy from Married with Children mixed with Sloth from the Goonies. He's got like one of those big old round fat bellies. Um, He has dirty loincloth and he just carries around a hunk of wood to use as a club. Yeah. Stone Giant. Uh, you remember the original Space Jam? I hate that I have to say original Space Jam. Uh, the original the Space only, Jam? No, you know what? The only <laughs> Space Jam, because the other one was so bad. I never saw. I never saw it either, but I heard it wasn't good. Um, but there's the big blue, like the tall monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. big, dumb, kind of lanky one. Yeah. That's this guy. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he also has a big club. 
but like he's got shoes yeah does he in the book his feet are cut off uh, so i can't see. most of them have shoes uh, he's got shoes he's got shoes the hill giant has like birkenstocks yeah he's got birkies <laughs> there's only one who doesn't have shoes the cloud giant cloud giant doesn't have shoes interesting mm-hmm. uh and the last giant on the list is the storm giant <laughs> um he's got one of those like cool roman style mohawk helmets you know yeah i don't know how like actually accurate that is i don't know it's like uh i mean helmets had designs for reasons uh, mm-hmm. for intimidation and all that stuff so i don't think it's out of the question that they actually existed like that he looks like he is also like a god of thunder or something yeah he's got a big old beard but like it's way tidier than the frost giants uh he's got a massive great sword and is holding lightning in his hand yeah once uh, again which makes sense. A he's a storm giant so ratchet ass like jagged sword i guess it's supposed to look like lightning but well i don't think it would work very well i don't think you could cut with like you know a sword that I mean, yeah. It's Imagine like trying to like bolt. hack and slash with that. I don't think you could do it. Here's the thing, though. He's a giant. Oh, yeah, He's that's way true. bigger than everything. That's true. So you just have to hit him with something and you're pretty much dead anyway. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's the reasoning behind it. What do you what do you think they kind of are good at? I guess. I mean, we won't go through each one individually, but like I mean, general I think stats. All of them have st- like really big constitution. Um, because they're really big. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really hard to take down a giant. Uh, I haven't tried taking one down personally, but it seems to be one of those common tropes in like fantasy that like a giant is a very hard thing to take down. Yeah. Um, intelligence, I think, ranges greatly within giants. Like definitely. The, the yeah. one guy is definitely dumb. Al like, Bundy? <laughs> Al Bundy is definitely not intelligent. Yeah, he but is then the you, dumbest of them. Then you look at this guy, or like the frost giant, or the fire guy, and you're like, okay, these guys have... He does... It's, fuck, it's Ganondorf. Anyway, it Ganondorf. <laughs> um, these guys all look pretty intelligent, so... Uh, and then, constitu- I did constitution. Wisdom? Wisdom. Yeah. More like wisdom. Yeah. I think that it would depend on how long <laughs> the giant's been alive. Once again, I think that their wisdom is sort of inherently tied with their uh, intelligence. So, I think it ranges. And then you have strength, which I think is very high for all of them. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you can get... I don't think I don't think you can be that tall and be weak. I just don't think that's a thing. No, even if you're weak for a giant, you're still stronger than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Charisma's tricky because I feel like th- some of them could be very charismatic, some of them could be very not charismatic, but I think it would be really hard for them to communicate <laughs> with an everyday person because they'd have to like shout down and the person would be <laughs> like, "I don't know what that man just said to me." Um, your your big ears can't hear my little voice also yeah, it goes the other direction yeah yeah and then dexterity i mean they all look like they're pretty humanoid they have a lot of fingies their uh their dexterity across the board is among their lowest points interesting uh, a lot of them have negative ones or yeah. zeros in their dexterities 
Hmm. I um, guess it's hard to move around when you're that big. Yeah, I think that's probably what it's going for. Yeah. And like the interacting with everyday objects that because you <laughs> you kind of have to look at it from like a the like, adventurer's point of view. You right? try to pick up a cup and just like shatters. And you're like fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think you pretty much got it. The dexterity tends to be their lowest, except for stone and storm giants. They have positives. Um, everybody else has negatives. Uh, intelligence in general and wisdom in general are also on the lower end of their stats and everything else. But I mean, they're giants. They're all, they're all really good at almost all the things that they do. Like when they have positives in their strengths and constitution stuff, it's like plus fives, plus sixes. Like they're, you know, they're what you think they would be. Mm-hmm. Do you want to learn about them? Yeah, tell me. Okay. We're first, I mean, we're just going to go through the history of giants, and then we'll talk about each one individually. Okay. Um, giants are old, and like I don't mean individually, although depending on the type of giant, uh, they can live to be anywhere from 200 to 800 to more years old. Uh, but giants as a people have mm-hmm. been around since the earliest ages of the world. Their beginnings are lost to history, like... They're in the realm of legends. Uh, like humans for sure didn't exist yet. Elves hadn't come into the world yet. And dragons were still young in the world. So like giants have been around for a long friggin' time. We kind of talked about giants briefly in a few other episodes based on like how they interact with other uh, creatures. Like we cover them in dragons because dragons and giants are mortal enemies. Uh, they've been fighting since the beginning of time basically. And do you remember the Bahir, which was like the 12-legged salamander beast with goat horns and dragon face? Mm-hmm. Um, the giants made them to fight the dragons, if you remember. So we kind of talked about giants a little bit in a couple other episodes. But that's just basically context to give you a better idea of how old they are. Like, basically, dragons are one of the only creatures older than giants. So that's a long time. Yeah, and also, it kind of fits with, like, if you look at it through a scientific evolutionary standpoint, because animals and flowers and things like that used to be very, 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 very big. But it's not advantageous to be that big because it means you require more food <laughs> and you are a bigger target. Um, and so if you think about it, giants, I almost like it's like they would have been like a precursor to regular humans because... Just they're, like the T-Rex is a precursor to a chicken. They're very big and eventually those... Yeah. <laughs> I, did you... Okay. Off topic. Sure. But there's like a new thing coming out about how like T-Rex arms are actually supposed to be the other way around. And they're supposed to be like wings. Like chicken's wings. They don't actually have little arms. They have wings. Even, okay. Hold on. No. <laughs> Even if you're like, oh no, they aren't little arms. They're wings. Those are still tiny-ass wings that a dinosaur would have no use for. Yeah, I know, but that's that's, what, that's a vestigial trait. That's extra silly to me. <laughs> I, I, think, I think tiny arms are less silly than tiny wings on a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm back on topic. Back on topic. Um, at this point... Not even the giants themselves know the entire truth about their beginnings. Uh, Mm -hmm. All they know for sure is that each type of giant and their kin are siblings. And despite the differences between each type of giant, they share a common heritage and can trace their ancestry directly back to 
Anam, Anam, the the All Father. Anam, I don't know. I should really look up how people pronounce these words. A N N A M, the All Father. So, who is the All Father? Well, he's a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put the giants on the earth. He had a wife or a partner. It's I don't know if it matters what the distinction is. Uh, they're not super clear about it. Named Othea, and uh, they had children together. The first giants were created in the image of Anam's divine offspring and were birthed from marrow of mountains, the hot blood of volcanoes, and the breath of hurricanes. Uh, some people believe that Anam had children with mistresses and consorts as well as with Othea, and that's why there's so much diversity in the types of giants that exist. But, like, who knows if that's for real or not? Anam made the giants to be masters of the world. Uh, he also created the Ordning, which is the hierarchy of giants. So I knew it. There's always a hierarchy in D&D. There's always a hierarchy. Yeah, I think, like, part of that has to do with just, like, well, why is this giant stronger and have a higher challenge rating than this giant oh they're the stronger giants i guess they're like i think that's part of it and then i think there's just like after a certain point there's just like well this is just what we do in D D. so i guess we're just going to keep doing it for all of the things we make up it's slightly problematic yeah. <laughs> we'll touch on that on another day um so the ordning is the hierarchy of giants uh so the giants would always know where they stood in status in relation to each other um, and the Ordning doesn't just rank individual giants, it also ranks the types of giants as well. So, like, storm giants are at the top of the Ordning, and then followed by cloud giants, frost, fire, stone, hill, and then finally at the bottom are the giant king, so things like the Fomorians and the Etten, which we've also covered in previous episodes, and ogres, which we will cover in a future episode, uh, you know, because we're going alphabetically. Uh, each type of giant has their own combination of skills and qualities that determines their place in the Ordning, so they all strive to excel in those qualities in order to raise themselves up in the Ordning within their uh, type of giant, their, their pocket of giantness or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there are also two important concepts in giant culture that help place you in the Ordning, so it's not just like, oh, you're good at being a blacksmith, you're going up. There's also these Two other things, and those concepts are uh, Mott and Mog. Uh, it's M-A-A-T and M-A-U-G, in case you want to picture how they're spelt while I say them. <laughs> uh, Mott is used to describe ideas, behaviors, creatures, objects that they consider to be holy, good, honorable, or desirable. And Mog is the counterpart for terms... or for things that are evil, unholy, dishonorable, or undesirable. So... An individual giant can't be Mott or Mog, but they can commit acts that are either Mott or Mog, and they will rise and fall in the ordning uh, as a result of those actions. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, one other thing to note is that even though there's a hierarchy of individuals within each type of giant, the type of giant you are supersedes all other rankings. So the lowest storm giant is still higher in the ordning than the highest of the cloud giants. Uh, I also like that the Monster Manual points out it's not considered evil to disrespect or betray a giant of another type. 
it's just kind of rude. <laughs> Which, I don't think it adds anything to the giant's lore. So I just think it's funny. They're like, yeah, they like to insult each other, but it's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So giants exist. Uh, the exact origins might not be accurate. Maybe they are. We don't know. Uh, but we have a basic idea of how they came about. Uh, and once they came into existence, they built Astoria which is the fabled empire of the giants. Uh, and that empire dominated the world for 4,000 years, maybe more. Uh, and then they got into a fight with the dragons and the decline of Astoria began. Um, and this became known as the Thousand Year War. Uh, do you want to like, know how long it lasted? A thousand years? Yeah, approximately. Approximately? <laughs> uh, so dragons lived in and around Astoria for a long time. Um, and it was all relatively peaceful. Like, there were still, like, altercations between giants and dragons. Um, but those were all, like, individual conflicts. Like, kind of like how you might get in an argument with your neighbor. Because he, like, insists on mowing the lawn at 6 a.m. on a Saturday. So, like, you egg his house or whatever. Uh, but you won't torch the entire neighborhood because of it. You're just mad at that one dude. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of what dragons and giants relationship was for most of the time. Uh, their conflicts were more about bragging rights and hunting territories and, and that sort of stuff. Uh, and obviously something happened uh, that obviously turned the giants and the dragons against each other. Nobody really knows exactly what set it all off, but the general consensus is that Garrix, the red dragon, gathered his followers and started playing on their greed and their envy of the giants' prosperity, and he rallied them to rise up against the giants. Mm. Uh, and that set off uh, an all-out war between the two sides for the next thousand years or so. Uh, they knew nothing but fighting and battles, and uh, like there were no safe places to go, uh, nowhere to find reprieve from the war. Uh, life was just a series of skirmishes, ambushes and atrocities um eventually everybody that was alive when the war started was either killed off or just died because they were old um and then the only giants and dragons left were born way after the war started and the war basically fizzled out because they were like okay well i don't know um i guess i'm not still mad about it <laughs> i don't even know what happened um so like nothing was solved they just they were all just tired and none of them had the forces to keep going anymore. They were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. They still hate each other, but they're just like, fighting? Like, I don't know, man. We don't need to. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just hold a grudge inside until I die. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, after the war, there were still a few fragments of Astoria that survived and carried on. But um, over the millennia that followed, even those last outposts began to fall. More civilizations and races have risen to glory and fallen since then, and now there are very few things left in the world that would hint at or indicate the existence of a former empire of giants. Like That's how long ago it was. I, I said that Anam was a god, mm -hmm. uh, but even though he created the giants, giants don't worship him. After, after the fall of Astoria, Anam disowned his children and refuses to acknowledge the giants again until they can return Astoria to its former glory. So he's kind of a dick. So the giants don't worship him. Instead, they worship his sons. Uh, there are six sons, 
and each type of giant worships a different sun. Uh, the brothers are Stranmus, uh, who is worshipped by the storm giants, Memnor, cloud giants, Sur- Surter, fire, uh, Thrym, for the frost giants, Scorius, stonebone, for the stone giants, <laughs> and Grolantor, for the hill giants. Interesting. Um, but that's not to say that, like, a stone giant will get in trouble for worshipping the same god as a cloud giant. They can do whatever they want. It's just, as a general statement, that tends to be how it plays out. And the book is also very keen to point out that giants don't just worship male deities. Um, Othea, the mother of the divine sons, is also has a, substan- has a substantial following, uh, as do Hyate, the huntress, and... Diane Castra, the trickster. I don't know if I said either of Diane them. Diane Castra? Yeah, it's all one word, but now that I've said it out loud, it sounds like her name is Diane Castra. Castra? <laughs> Which is honestly better. I'm just going to put a space there and capitalize the C. And of course, just like every other creature that exists, mm-hmm. giants can also fall into demonic cults. They can worship evil gods and demons and devils and whatever. Uh, when this happens, they typically end up worshiping Baphomet or Kotchski. Baphomet, we covered in the demons episode. He's the horn king, the massive minotaur, and and the demon of pure savagery. Uh, Kostko, whatever. Kostko? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We didn't cover him. And honestly, at this point, I don't care to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are a few other things in Volo's Guide to Monsters that talk about giant culture. Um, But we don't have to go into that detail. Uh, really, because I mean, mostly we try and stick to the monster manual. Um, there's a whole section in Volos that is about how giants are really good at throwing rocks. Uh, there's another <coughs> section about like what you can find in a giant's bag and it's mostly food. Um, there's a part about giants and magic, uh, which I guess is, well, giants can use magic, uh, but they don't study it. They don't have like wizards and stuff. Um, because studying magic is neither mot nor mog so they just don't devote time to it because it takes away time from other more worthy pursuits Mm -hmm. um but they do like using magical runes and they're not opposed to magic in general and that's basically the history of giants in a nutshell oh god that was just the history yeah holy shit we made it through the first half of this episode oh no we're gonna have to take (laughs) this episode to a second part i think because i have to get ready for work (laughs) um Yeah, okay, yeah, we can cut that off there (laughs) now. uh, And we'll pick up with each type of giant next time. Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't have time. Yeah, that's cool with me. Fucking giants. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, it's a big episode. Oh, I thought you were punning. (laughs) No, well, I mean, I was, but also I was being very serious. Um, Okay, yeah, cool. We'll talk about the giants next time. Okay, sounds good. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast.